Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Notch 20 Review. I'm Sinsaku, and we are Final Show Films. We produce a wide variety of content every day of the week. You can check us out on our website at finalshowfilms.com. And if you like sports financially, you can check us out on our Patreon page at patreon.com slash fsfilms. And today, I am joined by... Cookie. That, of course. Units. And we are going to be talking about Spellcaster. Spellcaster is a two-to-four-player game released in 2014, so not too long ago. And it... In the description is as thus. Legend speaks of the enchanted Sapphire Island, shrouded in mist and magic. The island summons mages to battle in the ultimate test of magical combat. But only those who survive the supernatural duels are granted great prestige and riches. Spellcaster is a card game pitting two to four mages in a duel of supremacy. You win by exhausting your opponent's energies or by collecting enough sorcery sapphires to overpower them. Sixty different spells are included from four fields of study. Combat, conjuring, healing, and sorcery. Cast one or more spells each turn to overcome your opponent and become the Grand Master Mage. So it's a, it is a magic-esque but not quite uh, card game between two to four players. Can I, uh, can I say that I love the idea that the island summons the mages so it's just like a wizard is sitting in his study and he's like poof! Just, where the hell am I? Just, Fight! It's just, it's, yeah, it's just like just sitting there you know, reading a book, casting spells then all of a sudden poof, what the fuck's going on? Wizard! Fight! Oh god! <laughs> um, I'm a green mage. I only have green spells. I only have conjuring spells. Tough shit. Um, so, yeah. So, it's, it's two to four players. That it has uh, modes for 1v1, th- uh, two-on-one, and 2v2. Um, and it's played using a communal deck. It's, it's a it's not a deck building game. There's no building of the deck. Uh, everybody, everybody plays from draw spells from a communal deck. Um, there are sixty cards in the deck. No repeats. No repeats. They're all they're all unique cards with unique art. Although there are similar cards. There are similar cards that do similar things, but they're not the same. Um, <coughs> you draw from the same deck, and you have you draw also from the same pool of life and sapphire. Although there's you know, and there's less of those than cards. Uh, and there are four uh, placards on the on the field. You play a, you play a magic card that you've drawn onto the placard. Uh, if you played it, it's facing you, and you can activate it. Then it's a very stripped down magic card game. Uh, we'll start at the beginning with just the rules. Um, so for a one verse for a one for a one v one game, uh, you a both both with both mages start with. Uh, two victory points, or, the, or these blue sapphires, and, and ten energy crystals, or the yellow uh, crystals, um, and three cards in your hand that you draw from the deck. Then the uh, the mage with the longest beard goes first. In which I have the distinct advantage. Yep. And it, uh, it does not say that it has to be a natural beard, though. So... <laughs> Wear, wear a giant fake beard. Uh, if, if, you know... You just so happen to be wearing a giant fake beard. Just so happen to be wearing a giant hey, fake beard. Hey, you know beard. you're playing Spellcaster. You know? Um, and, and with Zach, you know, sometimes he just might have it for no Actually, reason. Actually, this is true. <laughs> um, so the, play, the, the mage with the longest beard goes first, and you each turn revolves as thus. First, any enchantments that are on the field... There are two different types of cards. There's an incant- incantations and enchantments. Enchantments activate at the beginning of your turn. So they just go off automatically at the beginning of your turn, and you get their effect. Uh, after that, you draw a card, and then you have two actions. And with those two actions, you have three things you can do. You can draw a card, you can play a card, or you can activate a card, that, uh, activate an incantation that is on the field, facing you. 
And you can do it any combination. So you can draw two cards, play two cards, activate two cards, or any combination thereof. And then once you've done your two actions, it passes to the other player. And you go back and forth like that until either you've drained your opponent of all life or have gained 15 vic- uh, sa- uh, sapphire crystals. Um, that's that's the full extent of the game. Like, if you're playing 3v2... Uh, if you're sorry, if you're playing two v one, not three v two, two v one, uh, the team that has two players, each of them gets three cards, and they split their life and energy, their, their life and victory totals between them, and the solo player gets six cards, and you know, but the the totals don't change. And if you're playing two v two, all players get three cards. There's some interactions that change with certain cards depending on how many players are playing, but there's a handy dandy guidebook with the game that tells you all of these all of these interactions. And all the cards that have different interactions have a little asterisk in the top right being like, yep. this works differently in a more than two player game. And, and, yeah, and a reminder. Uh, the four colors are red, blue, green, and yellow. Uh, red being combat, green being conjuration, blue, uh, uh, yellow being healing, and blue being um, sorcery. Which is weird that they're technically all sorcery, but that's sorcery. It, it's also what weird. sorcery is this? It's also weird because the green is conjuration, but you really don't really. I mean, you conjure weird effects with it. But the green, if you used to play Magic Gathering, it's green weird. is blue. Green, yeah. green is the blue color. Yeah, except and actually, the, so is blue. The, the, blue is also blue. The green, the green spells are actually the ones that will let you put down more copies of cards and play more cards and play a card twice. So yeah, it actually it does fit conjuration. You're, you're conjuring cards, not creatures. Yeah. Anyways, um, and that, that's that's the game. You, you, like I said, you have a shared deck. They're all unique cards. Um, the crystals are really nice. We'll get into mechanic. We'll get into materials later. Uh, so let's start off with first impressions, Holly. Um, I was really impressed with this game on first impressions, mm-hmm. especially when you told me it only cost $15. Yeah. Like, everything that the game has to offer is more than some other games that we have played that cost more. Um, but materials aside, at first I thought it was going to be very complicated for me to learn, but it wasn't. Um... I played when we did, because I know that you guys tried all the different combinations yeah. the other day, but I played when we did the two-on-one. Mm-hmm. And I enjoyed that, though I did feel like the two-on-one setup was a little odd. I kind of feel like the solo player has more of an advantage yep. on the on the pair, which you wouldn't think going into it, but that's it seemed to be the case both times we played it. Um, but overall, it was easy to learn. It was a lot of fun to play. Yep. Um, the game is deceptively simple, uh, which was uh, something that, that immediately struck me because um, uh, it definitely uh, hit the point uh, of my of my strategic mind, which I think was evident because I believe I only lost one of the games that I played. It was one of the singles matches, and I won every other game that we did. Uh, yesterday, because I hadn't been there for the. You fight. lost the first game, but you were also trying. You didn't know what the cards did. Yeah, I lost the first game and won every subsequent game. No, you lost the. Uh, no, you it, lost was the it was the second. It was the second single game. And the second game. No, I won. I won one of the single ones. I only lost one game in that list. No, you also you also lost one of the two v one games. Because when I when I was when I was the solo player, I won. No. And when I was and I when when I was team. Regardless, winning records aside. But anyway, the the point being that um, it definitely it it fits the way my brain plans things out because it, it looks simple, but when you have a wide selection of simple actions, you can begin to orchestrate complex strategies. 
which my mind immediately started turning wheels as soon as I understood how all the cards worked. It's one of those games that looks... It's 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 less complex than it looks, or it's less complex than it sounds. It doesn't sound all that complex in the first place, but it's very interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it, it, it's, it's one of those games where it's easy to learn, hard to master. Yeah. Uh, immediate first impressions. <clears throat> um, the game, it's... It's it's very fast paced, but and and it's it's fast paced in a fun way. It's very swingy. You can make big jumps from behind. You can make big swingy plays. But the swingier the play, the more risk it puts you at. Uh, there was one game that ended on ended in the first round um, because there's a card that lets you sacrifice life to gain the blue victory crystals, and then there's a card that deals damage <coughs> equal to your hand size. And they got played back to back and massive swing out. Yes. Uh, where there was other games that ground that went on for a while because it was one side made a really big swing and the other side gained all their energy back and made a big uh, point swing and the other team swung uh, started stealing points. So it's very, it's not stressful because the games are so fast and and sim- and s- deceptively simplistic. They're not they're not really simplistic, but the card interactions explain themselves well, so there's not it's, a lot of stress, but there's a lot of excitement. The, oh, what's the, gonna the happen math, next? The math isn't complex. Yeah, the math isn't complex, which helps alleviate any, <clears throat> any of the stress. So it's swingy in a high-risk, high-rewards way. Yeah, and it's one of those things it, it, to, to, to tag on to part of that. It's it, In Magic, the early turns of Magic, you can take a lot of chances because there's not a whole lot of things most people can do in the first two turns. Um, and this game, you can't do that because the really high power spells don't have any cost. Yeah. So it's like, okay, I pay five life to get, I pay five life to gain five victory crystals. Okay. I disc, I discard five cards to hit you for five damage. You're dead now. Well, and the other thing, (laughs) the other thing that's nice about this compared to magic is, um, I'm used to playing in formats where it's like, okay, you played a blue source and you played Delver of Secrets, I now know your entire deck list because I've played this game a lot, and I know everything you're going to do, and I have to play around 15 bajillion different cards that you could have in your hand because you're going to flash out your fairies that counter spells equal to the mana cost of the number of fairies, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. This game doesn't have that. No. It's like, oh, you played Fireball. I have to be careful of that or cover it up. That's, and, and, that's as far as that and goes. It's because because you're both playing from the same randomized deck, there's no real way of there's no there's no way to plan there's no way to plan around cards they might have unless they've given you an indication that they already had that card. Yeah. So. Which also allows you to bluff yeah. by being like, "How hey, how many cards are in your hand?" Yeah, just that's just, a great question. just asking that question for no reason I found was really good. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, first impressions. When I first looked at it, I thought, "Oh, it's stripped down magic." But that sentence doesn't. I feel like that's a does a, does a great disservice. It's to not the game. inaccurate, but it's also not well. I, 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 it's, it's, I, not, it's, it's not inaccurate, but I feel like it does a disservice to the yeah, game. And, and every time we've said it's like magic, we've followed with a but. This is very different. Yeah. So um, it's really not. It has similarities yeah. to magic, but but it's not that. Like I, I found it was. Very enjoyable, very quick, very easy to pick up, easy to learn. Has its complexities in it, but the most com- the most complex it gets is how am I going to combo out these cards to most effect? The cards that are in my hands or on to the most field. effect or on the field. So it's like I- I'm not worrying about what's in the deck right now. 
not worrying about what's in the discard pile because I don't think there are any cards that interact with the discard pile. There are. You, you, um, the furthest you'll go with that is like, okay, Fireball has already been played. I don't need yeah, to worry about yeah, it. Yeah, that's the furthest you go. Um, you only have to worry about the information that's in your hand and on the field, and that's it. And and any sort of bluffing information you may have given or gotten. Um, or if you're, and, or and if you're so, like me and you're trying to figure out counting cards, how many what's left in the deck after how many cards? Yeah, you've but what, even with that, because they're all unique, it's definitely hard to tell. Yeah, and, unless yeah, it, yeah, unless you you're to, down you to like to, five to, cards, you have to play a few games before you can realize what's potentially left in the deck. Yeah, and realize that it's evenly split four ways. So mm. uh, not necessarily considering all the all the green cards. Oh, that no, no, it, it, it's, it's evenly split four ways. We just happen to get the heavy end of the green cards at the beginning. <laughs> like any card game, you can count the cards. But it's your yeah, it's fifteen of each card. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a it's a case of huh, this one really swingy spell is still in the deck and it might show up, or yeah. this one really swingy spell has already been played. It's not like yeah. one of the five thousand cards in Magic could be in this person's deck. Yeah, no, I don't. There's, know. A, there's a finite number of spells, and you only really have to worry about what's in your hand and what's on the field. And I like that. Uh, that that really that really that. Puts it at a level of strategy that I like the most, which is it's probably the closest you really get to real life strategy, like combat strategy, because in 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 a combat situation you have a finite amount of information that you have to work with. You have your troop strength, enemy troop strength, and current positioning, and 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 if any you know if you have any sort of reinforcement reinforcing you know sort of aspect, uh, and that's that's the grand total of information you have to work with, and you have to make that do. And I like. I think that's probably the, the the that's my favorite type of strategy, where there's no there's not a meta. Yeah, there's not really a meta. It's each card, each card or each unit is powerful in its own right. How do I make use of it? And what what you're saying is you don't like the deck building and yeah. the the learning of everything. Yeah. So uh, let's start off with what we liked about the game. Really? Um, I liked how easy it was. Uh, <clears throat> sorry. I enjoyed the concept very much of the, um, of, I'm sorry, I cannot think right now, <laughs> of putting the card down and yeah. someone else can cover it <coughs> yeah. with their card. I really, I really like that, because um, that can come in handy, unless you have all greens. And, and to clarify how that works, <laughs> it's a stack. The, 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 the four placards, um, the cards are, the corresponding color is put on it, and it's facing you. And whoever the and the top card can be activated if it's facing you. So if somebody else has a card that's on top, you can put one of your cards on top of it, and then they can't activate it anymore. Yeah, and then the card just goes away, and it can't come back. I mean, it can. There are can certain, there are certain cards that can remove the top card. Yeah, which yeah. we found are later. There? Yeah, no, I, I'm sorry, I didn't find it. It, it didn't. Wait, come up. It, it didn't come up in the first game. Okay. Um, if you remove the top card, the one that's underneath it is revealed. Yep, and it's it's currently active one. It, it plays with it. It has a very literal stack, and it plays with it. Yeah, and it's a nice stack, unlike magic stacks. It's visual, and yeah. you see it. Anything else? Uh, uh, I also love the the setup. How you can do the one one two two, and mm-hmm. you can even play with three people. Yeah, that they have that you can play the two on one. Mm-hmm. Even though I feel like that one person has an advantage, which I'll get to later, I like that they have a setup for that, and they've kind of thought of everything yeah. for it. Yeah. Um, I've already mentioned that I do like the the like sleeping strategies that you can play with your hand as you're drawing out and um, planning with what with both the spells that are on the field and that are in your hand and what and how many cards are in your <clears> opponent's <throat> hand. 
and what they potentially might want to do with it. Um, but I, I do also like the balance of it. Um, I did notice that uh, the mechanically, the in in a one in the one on two situation, both sides are evenly matched. The only reason that the one player would have an advantage is if the two players are not working cohesively. Yes, we found that out yesterday. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's like the the the. The two-on-one game that we won was when me and Austin were actually playing things out and playing properly cohesively. You guys weren't playing well together. No, we we did fine. I mean, but the, the, we, we the, just the, both had all green cards. Yeah, but the time when we lost, it wasn't it wasn't a fault of teamwork. It was a fault of cards being drawn. Yeah. Um, like it's it's definitely mechanically the game is I feel almost perfectly balanced. If not, it, it's impossible to achieve perfect balance, but it's definitely very much uh, very well planned out, very well-balanced game to put together. Mm-hmm. Um, I like you're not, you're never out until you're dead. There's always something you can do. You always feel like, I can draw this card, I can do this effect. It's, you can't be so far behind that you can't draw something that's, that I love how the game can be swingy and make for really exciting plays. It's yeah. like, oh no, I'm down to one life. Oh, I have a tree of life. I gain seven. Yeah, being down to one life and Zach plays tree of life. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and and on the on that topic, I love the the way that the the energy and the sapphires are balanced. There's not a clear energy if you if you play by depleting people's energy, the games are really swingy because it's really easy to gain life and drain life. If you're playing by gaining crystals, the games are more consistent because it's it's much harder to get a bunch of crystals quickly, but it's also a lot harder to decrease your opponent's number of crystals. Yeah. So you can either intentionally be swingy or try to avoid being too swingy. Mm-hmm. So, I um, I, I I had what I liked about it in my head two seconds ago, and then you talked about swinginess and it went out of my head. Um, you, I know you mentioned you you like that there's no deck building. And yeah, yeah, no actually, yes, yes, hundred dollar, thousand dollar decks. Um, my favorite thing, I, yeah, because I said that my favorite thing about this game is the fact that it's it's like Magic Draft without the deck building aspect. I I I I'm I'm a good Magic pilot. I am not a good Magic deck builder. And that's two, and that's something that a lot of people don't necessarily think of as two separate skills, but they are. Um, you know, piloting a magic deck and building a magic deck are two very different skills, and I am not good at one of them. Uh, and, and, and I freely admit that. I've never been a good deck builder. I always, I, I always go for a stupid idea, and I end up not building what's in front of me and building the wrong thing. And, and, and that's just because of the way my brain works. But, strategy, on this on this level is something I am good at, and when you give me when you give me cards and I see the correlation between them and the combos between them, I can play around them. You know, doing things like strengthening the ice dagger, which ice dagger is one of the weaker one of the weaker combat cards, but when you use it right, it can deal six damage in a turn. Um, in 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 spellcaster, um, and so like coming up with those types of plans in the fly, I'm good at. Uh, except for when I misread the card situation and play the card that I shouldn't have played and, and get us killed. But that's that's a separate thing. Um, misplays happen. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, 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 I like that it, it, it doesn't put any of the emphasis on knowing the deck. All the emphasis in the game is on being able to utilize the tools you're given. Um, thinking on your feet. 
reacting and, and planning with very limited information is my favorite type of, as I said earlier, it's my favorite type of strategy. And because I'm good at it. I'm way better at thinking on my feet than I am planning out ahead, as is attested in everything I do in life. Like the stream <laughs> we just finished. Like puzzle games, yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, so let's talk about things we don't like about it so much. Huh? Um, I've I mentioned the two-on-one. I'm trying to figure out what happened there. I never, I always played with someone, mm-hmm. so I was never the one person. But it seemed like that one person had an advantage. Uh, it, it definitely, it definitely does seem like the 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 one person has a has a distinct advantage because they end up getting to go more. They go first, don't they? No, no. They, they go second, but they no. go more often because the, so the way that the way the turns work in a two on one game is uh, on the on the team on the team the person with the longest beard goes first, and it goes one. It one, one, two, two three, three, two, yeah. one, two, with two three, being the two. solo player. So it goes, it goes team solo, team solo, team solo, team solo. Mechanically, that means that both sides play the same number of turns, but, but it, each it individual, means that, but it means the solo player, it, as a player, gets more turns. Yeah, it, it's 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 a game of two minds. Unless the two players are working cohesively, then the one player doesn't have and, to worry about misplanning. Part himself. of that, part of the thing that throws a wrench in that plans is. The team is not the team is allowed to talk with each other, but they are not allowed to show each other their cards or, or just, tell them what they have. And also, the player with six cards, every turn has access to all six cards. Whereas each player without six cards, every turn only has access to three. It's kind of like if you if you were playing magic and you had two halves of your deck and every other turn you could only access one half of your deck. Yeah, it, it's, or a, one it's, half it, your it's a game. Sorry, it's a game of, of two hands. minds. You have to be synchronizing perfectly to actually get it to go off right. But e- even if you're synchronizing perfectly, it's well. I'd love to cast a great red card, but it's in your hand. Yeah, I don't even have a red card. Yeah, and that, like, for instance, the issue that Austin and I ran into, which was, you know, I have nothing but green cards. Well, I don't have just green cards. I have yellow cards too. <laughs> it's like. Well, we need to get rid of his red. Can you do it? No, I can't do it. Neither can I. Draw a card. Still can't. Draw a or, card. Still can't. Or the problem when you and Zachary were playing where it's like, huh, I need to cover up this red. I don't have any red. Well, like your, your teammate does, but he's not playing this turn. Yeah. If and you were one person, your deck would be combined. Yeah, also you can't talk to your team. Well, you can't show your teammate what you have. Yeah. Yeah. That's one thing that really got me. Which makes is it, that you makes can't. It really I think if you could work with your teammate and show them what you have, you work better together because it's difficult to work together. Well, when Austin and I figured a workaround it with that, um, in that we we used vague phrasing because <laughs> vague phrasing is not from, is is not banned. So it's like you know I want to go left or right. What do you mean by left or right? Well, where are the victory and yeah. tokens at? Oh, that's what you mean by left. Well, our, the cards in our hand indicate that we want to go for a victory point uh, win rather than a killing them win, so we're going to go that way. Um, it, it seems silly, though, in the grand scheme of things. Like, I can hint at what's in my hand, but I can't actually tell you what's in my hand. Yeah. yeah. It, it's a silly I feel like that would be more fair. Yeah. Um, the five-minute games, or the one-turn <laughs> games that, that we played, what, what, what was it, like four of them? When I was a single player, we yeah. had like three in a row. Three. That I was three, I'm sorry. Under five minutes. And it's because in the three-player games, you have six-card hand sizes, and there are several cards that interact with hand size. And you drew all of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Anything else? Uh, th- those are my my two big ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, there there is. Uh, I didn't mention this game was is relatively well mechanically balanced. There is one balance inconsistency that struck me as odd. Um, in the two v one game, the hand size cards that are determined that are have effects based on the opponent's hand size or based on your hand size are based on the one player's hand size and the combination of the two team members' hand size. But in the 2v2 game, it's based on the largest hand size between the two players. Yeah. Which is which is a rules inconsistency that is well-intentioned, because it's to stop you, you know, both players have been drawing cards, so you hit them for eight, because they both got four cards in their hand. Yeah. But at the same time, it also means that you can't get as big of an effect in a 2v2 game as you can on on very many occasions in a one-on-two game. Yeah, the one-on-two game, the numbers are much bigger in a one-on-two game, and that's that's to the solo player's advantage. It's meant to be so that they're not overwhelmed by... Actually, it's well, because, not to their advantage, because they still have six cards it in their is, hand. It is, it is, but... Because they can play all the cards in their hands, yeah. and the and the dual players can't, they while they're just while they're just as much in danger of being fireballed out, so are the dual players, and it's harder for the dual players to deal with to deal with discarding their hand size quickly enough to get around that. Yeah, I did. I did manage to get into a rhythm with Austin with our with our one on two game where I had a pretty good idea what his hands what his hand looked like at least color wise. Which meant that I could play something to allow him to play his colors on his turn by not taking out the slot that he was going to put a card in, basically. No, to be fair, our closest game that we played was a two on one. Yes. So. Awesome. Um. There, there is a card game problem where <laughs> you draw yourself into cards that don't help. You don't draw the answer, and you repeatedly don't draw the answer. In Magic, you can Mana Flood. In this game, oh, you played a really sweet red card. I don't have any red in my hand. I can't stop you from bludgeoning me repeatedly. And, Which and I so- did. sometimes there's players. The big thing is, is that, with few exceptions, the colors don't really interact with one another. Yeah, barring with, like the fool's green. Gold. Green interacts with the other things. Green, fine. green interacts with all the other colors. None of the other colors interact with yeah. anything else. Um, and of course, every card game has that, and some card games work well to mitigate it. But um, there's no mulligan rule. There's there is some card draw and card selection. Well, the, the, the ability to just draw, draw two just cards, draw cards. Turn, or to draw a total of three cards in your turn um, does help mitigate that a bit. But when you and I were playing a mono green deck in this four colored shambles, uh, yeah, there was something wrong. You have all these green cards, but we've but Zach and I had played both the green cards that could actually get rid of red cards, and I was just hitting you with the flame beast every turn. Yep, yeah, and I love that there are four different colors of cards, and that they <clears> interact. <throat> and it's like, ooh, should I spend my turn, you know, playing a red card to hit you, or do I need to cover up your blue card to stop you from getting victory points? It's, there's a lot of good to it. But this game felt a particularly punishing to, ooh, you drew a grip of yellow cards. Yeah. Those don't help you win the game. That was, that was the they game. They stop yeah. you from losing. That was the game losing. that I lost, because I was full of yellow. Yeah. They don't help you win, they stop you. And yellow cards are great in moderation, because they fuel your energy life. Your, your, your life total is a resource, and yellow helps you fuel that resource. Go yellow into spending life to hurt people or spending life. The game blue is great. You've got all yellow. It's not great. 
You yeah. need all four colors to play the game effectively. And when you get a hand of entirely one, there's when, a problem. Unless, even, unless that one is red. Even 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 a hand of entirely red has problems. Yeah, unless, because, unless you have to just the flame beast and a, I mean, and a grip full of red. Didn't seem like you were having a problem as you were bludgeoning us. Again, because I had the flame beast and a grip full of red. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the the problem with red is it's usually easily negated by good yellow cards. Yeah. Emphasis on the good yellow cards. We just, we just didn't have any of those good yellow cards. Yeah. Well, but what I'm saying is, it's great that they have all the colors, but it, it, it's a feel bad. Yeah. And there's no there's no real like there's, yeah. In, in, I, I can't I can't say how to fix it. In, well, yeah, because in Magic, you know, you fix that by only having two colors, and so you always have something that you can use. Whereas, but then you can still draw a handful of lands and yeah, not, I mean, not draw your spells. You can, but that's less. You know, less in this card when there's nothing but colored spells. Yeah. It's you know, uh, so for me, uh, the the biggest thing that I have, the biggest problem that I have is there's a clear, there is a clear inferior format. And the 1v2 is like, com- compared to the games that we had 1v1 and 2v2, yes. the 1v2 is, in our minds, clearly the inferior format. Not to say it's bad, it's still fun, but compared to the others, it just feels it, less fun. It didn't feel like... It was there originally, and they're like, "Well, we can't just say two or four players. Yeah, let's slide into three player form." There's actually one card game that I have played that has solved the "I can't play this hand" problem, and I'll talk to you about it later. Red Dragon. Uh, Not that one, <laughs> um, so, 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 yeah. The uh, the 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 fact that the two v one just feels instinctively like the inferior format, even though it's still a good format, is a problem for me. And part of it is the feel bads of because the numbers are so much bigger, it's so much easier to just kill yourself or kill the other person in one turn, mm-hmm. and that's just a feel bad. That that like not getting to play the game because of the game's mechanics now, is a feel bad. It is slightly mitigated because the games are so fast; you can just replay it, it play is. another round. Yeah, it is. That, but but then you know, like what we had uh, turn one, I win. Turn one, or turn two, I win. Turn three, I would have won. Let's discard that move I would have done and continue playing so that I don't win. And I still won. And still won. <laughs> like, it, it just, it, it, that that by itself is a feel bad. Um, and then the other thing is just the randomness. Like, we made all the, using that game as an example, we made all the correct choices we could have made. Mm-hmm. And we there was no way we could win. And, and there's a lot of times where it's, it's 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 such top decking. Yeah, it's even one of those things where it's like you can't even empty out your hand because you've only got one color, and all you're doing if you're emptying out your hand of one color is replacing your own cards because they can't go another. So like you can't play two green spells unless you have befuddle. You can't play two red spells. You can't play two yellow spells. You can't play two blue spells. So if you have nothing but one color. You're only going to play one of those cards this turn. I said red is a little bit better at handling having a handful of red Even, because a lot yeah, of the red cards I mean, are like discard all, a red card. Well, see, all of them have a way to, to discard to, to discard their own color to get benef- to get added benefit. Mm-hmm. But except for red and blue, that doesn't none of them help you win the game. Like except for the yellow one keeps you alive. Yellow yellow keeps you alive, and green lets you do added effects. That's it. I mean, green doesn't help you. Green rarely helps you win, 
And yellow, yellow, does have a, yellow actively doesn't tell you. Yellow has a handful of cards that can kill your opponent. They're very slow, they, and they won't actually win you the game. Yeah, but they, they, can, drain they, by, they drain by yeah, one. They do like increments of one and two. And, and they, they also have they also have a couple of things that give you sapphires, but also equals of one. Yeah. Yellow and green are support. Blue and red are... Offense. Offense. And when you have nothing but support, you know. So that's my... that's uh, Not a lot of gripes, but they are severe in nature. Um, I do also... They are things that make the game feel worse to play, mm-hmm. even though it's a really great game to play. Yeah. Um, so so let's, let's, let's talk about materials. They're great. Oh my god. Amazing. This thing is so great. I would classify this game as a travel game just because of the size. Um, and the cost. And the cost. It's a $15 game. ESRB, 15 bucks. You can go to Amazon and buy it for 14 right now. Um, Do it. <laughs> uh, it's the size of a paperback book. It is the size. It's smaller than some. Like, it's 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 small. It's thin. It all all the materials that it have that it has in it. Well, it a couple of it has all my Warcraft books. It has it has it has the cards, sixty cards, all of which are unique and beautifully arted. Might I add, unique art on each card, and the art is gorgeous. Um, uh, I mean, the art's nothing unique. The art is not. It's not distinctive art. The art style. The art style is very. It's, it's not. It's not. It's not. It, it's fairly generic. But you can still be beautiful no, and be generic. It, it's good, but it, <laughs> it's I just, I'm, just, I'm just clarifying. It is, it is very generic. It's very generic, but a lot of these things. Aren't. It's it's more. It's more that I would say this person had good art direction, and they didn't they didn't bother to put hours of detail into it. Is the thing. What like, we're saying is it was fifteen dollars, and for fifteen dollars, man, that's some great art. It yeah. was better. Yes. It was better art than Dungeon Roll. Most certainly, definitely. Like, that's 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 the difference. The, the art on these cards is not as detailed as the art on Dungeon Roll. But there's more of it. No, was. no there there was a lot of detail work on the in, on the five art. On pieces. the five pieces of art, like it, like <laughs> like the like for instance, the flame beast is a it's a vague face of a lion and flame effects. It's very simple art, but it's very it's very well directed, and there's a lot of stuff like that. Um. So yeah, so the, the 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 artwork's good. The the materials are good. The cards are like a um. They're very shiny. They're like a. Pl- they're almost plastic. Yeah. They're very durable. They're like more. They, they they're cardboard, but I feel like at this point they're more plastic than cardboard. They My they feel like laminated cardboard. Yeah. My favorite part were those little gems. And and so they're so 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 so, so the, the, you have sixty cards. You have the blue and yellow gems that are the sapphires and the life crystals. Thirty of each. Thirty of each, and you have um, the the placards, the four cardboard placards that are colored where you place your cards. That's all the materials this game has. And the gems, by the way, are nice, clear, no air bubbles in them, though, so they're well-made clear things, and they're not symmetrical. They have a really interesting, they went with an interesting, unique, asymmetric design that's really appealing. They are all the same asymmetric design. but... But, you know. They didn't just go with generic crystal, generic gem. If you don't look closely, you might not notice that they're all the same. Yeah, because they're they're different different from different angles. Yeah, they look different from different angles, and they they do they look really nice. They're really solidly made. They're they're nice, solid little. They fun don't to have play with seams pieces. either. They don't have little nope. plastic seams. Nope. Um, they were probably vacuum formed, uh, but uh, that's the only way I can think of you for for you to make that many of them at once, um, without having seams with, on them or air bubbles or air bubbles. Yeah, 
probably vacuum forward, but you know they're they're really really nice, really good uh, for the price. This is unbeatable, like materials wise, unbeatable for the price. Yeah, I would I would I would willingly pay twenty bucks for this game. I would probably not be okay with paying twenty five bucks for this game, but at fifteen, I feel like it's almost a steal. Yeah. Um, the only complaint I really have about the materials is the cards. Ding up the edges, ding up the edges really easily. Yeah, they do have that. They do have that. They they're they're not they're they're sturdy, but they're not. They don't keep their prettiness. Um, they they scratch and ding easy. Uh, so that's materials. Do you have anything else anybody want to touch on? How you'd improve it at all? Um, is there any way to improve it really? My my only thing is, it'd be nice. <clears throat> I feel if your starting hands maybe were a little bit bigger. Because when we were playing the 2v1, the one nice thing about the 2v1 games was you had lots of options and lots of things you could do. When you have the three cards hands, you feel very limited. Because you can't even start... You can't even have all Wait, four colors. Even 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 the 2v2 game, like when two people have three, that's still six among your team. So, yeah. yeah. But it, but you know you only have three, and I, that 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 that's fair. But I feel like the all the issues we had with two v one are resolved well, by having a smaller hand size to start with. But I, I feel like uh, what you'd have to do is you'd have to change the cards that say for every card in your opponent's hand. You'd have to switch that effect up so they're not nearly as swingy. At which point, you know, you know, you're just changing a lot. It's not really a minor tweak. No, it's not a minor tweak. But. It's the only way I can think to balance out the number of times where it's like, I don't have a choice. Mulligan rule. A mulligan rule. A mulligan rule. Would, I think a mulligan rule would be much more elegant than that. And it would keep that sort of... Because I, I, like I like the power of the cards. Yeah. I like the fact that you can just one-shot your enemies if you really get good. So. But, anybody else have anything that they would tweak? No? Um, I mean, just if you can look at your partner's cards. Yeah, letting you letting you share information thing. across the team. Uh, all right, so let's go into our final review scores, Boogie. I uh, give it a solid B. Solid B. Anything to add? No, I'm, it, it was fun. Um, it's really good for the price. I I would say definitely go get it. Mm-hmm. I give it an A minus. It's it's definitely it is not without its faults, but it's definitely a game that I do enjoy playing, and I probably do want to play more in the future. And that's the definition of an A minus. It, it has it has problems, but I still want to play it. Um, I'm going to go with a B plus. If I'm playing it, I want to keep playing it, but it's not a game where I'm going to go out of my and be like, oh, we need to play Spellcaster. It's a game where it's like, oh, we've got Spellcaster, let's give it a shot, or oh, we're playing it, I'm really enjoying myself. But I'm not going to actively be like, every time we need to play Spellcaster. So, if we were to do a review like this for Magic, I would give Magic a B plus Because it's a game that I like playing a whole lot, but I'm just not good at it. And with that comes some, some, some you know, with that comes some yeah. dislike. Because, you know, it's when you're not good at a game, you don't want to play it a lot. Yeah. Um, this game, I would give an A, probably an A-. minus just because of the specific issues that I have with it. I would rather play Spellcaster than Magic the Gathering, which is a big sentence to say. You know, like, like not just, not letters-wise, but, like, impact. Yeah. Because I've been a Magic player for a long time. A long time. I feel like you just, like, time. committed a sin I know, right? I know, right? You'd rather play this $15 I game. Would, I would I'm rather play... To open up. I would rather play Spellcaster than Magic the Gathering. 
And I feel like you could put that on a box. <laughs> I mean, the, the biggest Would thing... Would you rather play Spellcaster than be handed a Magic the Gathering set of dual decks and say, let's play? Because those are already pre-balanced for each other. No. I would rather, I would rather, like, like a pre-built deck of uh, Magic, I would rather play than Spellcaster, but, like, draft, like, limited or standard, like, where you have to build a deck, mm. I would rather play Spellcaster, because that, that, that aspect is taken out of it. So, if you have the choice of a pack of, a set of dual decks, Spellcaster, or um, three packs of Magic to draft with, you're going to go dual deck, Spellcaster, draft set. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that would be the, that would be the line. Like, if we were to review a dual deck thing, that would go higher, but, you know. Uh, ironically, I'm the opposite. I'll draft <laughs> Spellcaster dual deck. Yeah, I just, I could, because I'm not good, because my particular set of skills do not lend towards building decks. I have a very particular set of skills. <laughs> I have a very particular set of skills. They don't build decks well. Um, so, yeah, that, that's, I'm, I'm going to give it an A- minus uh, right there. It's the first time I think we've given, given a game the same score. Probably, yeah. Outside of, uh, outside of the perfect game, Boss Monster 2. the first time I've ever given a game the lowest <laughs> score. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, but you also prefer board games to card games. True, you generally don't. But lately, I've really been getting into card games. Well, I think with the introduction of Magic and then everything else we've been playing, a B a low score. No, so you know it's still still a good score. Like I feel bad, but I stand by my score. No. So, but there's a reason why we have four people doing this. So yeah, that's what Spellcaster. Go get it. Get it now. Go spend fifteen bucks. Get a copy of Spellcaster yeah, for fifteen dollars. <laughs> invest in a great in a really fun game. Like it's like it's not a it's not a great it's not a classic all star game. No, Spellcaster two will be though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Boss Monster was a good game. Boss Monster two was, was an amazing, amazing game. game. If they take if they take the lessons that they, that can be learned from this game and apply it to a sequel, I feel like this will be another straight A from us. Like, if, if a sequel of this comes out or is already out and it's fixed all these problems, it would probably get a straight A from us. Unfortunately, I feel like this is the kind of game that slips under the radar and doesn't no, no, that, that, which is why we're saying go buy a copy. Yes. Yeah, it's mar- it, it I, the, so the, the biggest The biggest mark I can give against this game is its marketing. Yeah, it's not. It's, none of us, it's not marketed. None of us had heard of it before. We before I picked it up on a shelf, and also its name is really generic. And the Spellcaster. Only, the only reason I picked it up was because it was fifteen bucks. That was the only reason I picked it up. It's a great game. So it's a really good game. Get a copy. You know, fifteen bucks. Yeah, in in, in the states, uh, eighteen to twenty one euros abroad, um, depending. Do get a copy. <laughs> just just buy it. Now, or apparently, these people will kill you. I mean, well, support support good games. That's all I'm saying. Support good games. Support uh-huh. unknown games. That too. Like Splendor. Go if you haven't bought Splendor yet. I okay, don't know what's wrong with you. That's one of my favorites that we played. I was just thinking about it. That I'd really go like buy. What, 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 what I'm saying game. to you. What I'm saying to you is you're gonna you, you're gonna you're gonna go to your local game store and you're gonna buy a copy of Splendor and you're gonna buy a copy of Spellcaster. If you know, if you know, it's good for you. So far, so far, <laughs> single word S names have been really good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, so we have been Final Show Films. We produce a wide variety of content every day of the week. You can check us out on our website at finalshowfilms.com. If you'd like to support us financially, you can check us out on our Patreon page at patreon.com slash fsfilms. Everything that we do, we only do through the generous support of our patrons. And you can be just as generous as Antitonic and Chris Comfort, our two $25 supporters, for less than the price of a cup of coffee a month. So... You know, just give a couple bucks our way. Let us help us continue to create good content. And we will see you all later.
Say goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Goodbye.